Welcome to the Transformation Church weekly follow-up podcast, where we get to follow up, break down, and discuss last Sunday's message. Our goal is to help create context and drive conversation to learn more about what God has for us. Now let's join our team as we gain deeper insight into this week's message. Hey guys, welcome back to the Transformation Church weekly follow-up podcast. I am Justin Oswald, the executive pastor of TC. Back again with me is our lead pastor, Brad Livingston. What's up, guys? Good to be back. Another week, another sermon, another follow-up podcast, and uh, good to be with you guys. Uh, we took a week off last week for different reasons, none of which <laughs> matter. Uh, but uh, so yeah, it's good to be back with you, Justin. I just really you got your your new thing here. I got a new got a, new, got, a, got a, your new thing. I got a new thing, Justin's. Justin's always up to date on the toys, so. Well, it's not just that. That is true. I mean, you're like, you're a toy. Like, you're like, you, you know, yeah. you like to. Like I, to that is that. true. Some of it is by accident, true. I think. Fair enough. But, yeah. Um, so, kid. John got John okay. got a new toy. John's with us again. So oh, hey, guys. What's up? If you're, nice uh, to be on the podcast today. <laughs> if, you're, if you're watching, you can hear What him. an introduction. You can't see him, um, which is how we like him uh, most of the time. Just kidding. Um and if you're listening, you know, I you just can, didn't take offense to that. Can, I know, <laughs> I know. I know. Um, so yeah, John, we had to upgrade some equipment around here. Yeah, you know, for several right, 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 for right. something something cool coming up for from uh, for our guest and stuff on Sundays. Yep. So we had to upgrade a little bit of a uh, some some equipment. Um, so yeah, so worship team got a little a new thing. John got a new thing. I got a new thing. Just different upgrade. Yeah, we just swap them around. Some of them are new, and some of them's like. Some of them are new to them. Yeah, new to Some them. Some of them are new. Yeah. We're really good about recycling. <laughs> yeah. At TC. Like, well, of course. We're really you know, good. We, don't, we take good care of stuff, too. Yeah, we're good stewards over stuff. We really. So we we recycle. It's like, do you need a new iPad or do you need a different iPad that's newer than the one you have? So let's so and so has one. Well, yeah, let's explain this because maybe it helps people under you know just while we're talking about it. Yeah, we're here. We're doing something new with the Connect Center yep. coming up just to have a uh, like a. Interactive experience. Uh, interactive experience, you know, where if someone needs to sign up for something or, the, you know, something to help the Connect team with the, at the Connect Center on Sundays. Um, so we're, we're using some iPads, right? Yep. Um, the thing is, is like those don't need to be powerful, you know, units. Right, like it, do, they're used, they're used for like two and a half hours a week uh, a on, on a web browser, yeah. you know. So, um but like worship, our worship team uses an iPad for yep. some of our tracks and stuff. Yep. Um, that's a pretty, that machine runs a much more powerful program. It's a workhorse. Yep. Um, and so, so they got the new one and then the one they've been using is going to go to there. Yeah, it makes total sense. Why, why get the new one? Why spend the money on the new one for something that's going to be used two hours a week to be on a web browser when someone like yep. worship who needs the, uh, the, the stuff to be working. Uh, so that's what we do. We just kind of move stuff around. We recycle. Yeah. Yeah. So. All that to say we're good stewards. Or we try, try to be. We really try to be. Yeah, mean, we, we really, really do. do. So um, we ask a lot of questions before we spend money. We do. That's for sure. That's so, um, and so yeah. No, it's uh, it's a lot of cool stuff going on. We're getting ready, kind of getting into the summer, and we can feel it both temperature wise, uh, and then on Sundays, you know, a lot of people traveling, a lot of people doing that kind of stuff. And hey, you know, more power to you. You can see your family, go on vacation. I, well, I'm doing it in July. I need Facts. a day off. Yeah. So we uh, all are John too, right? You're all doing something. You and your yeah, wife. Yeah, we're doing. We're definitely doing something. Yeah. Definitely doing something. John says they're going to Yo, sit in their front yard. We're in a new series, and look, check out the uh, check out the new mug. Culture shop merch. It's in the culture shop. Yeah, uh, alone. The alone, alone stuff. The alone mug. Yeah, and there's sh- uh, shirts and shirts, journals, uh, journals 
coffee mugs, all that good stuff. So, so yeah, it's got the icons on there, the five solas. It's, it's going to be good. Have you mentioned the solas in the message at all? Uh, I did last week. It was brief though. It was like, brief. It wasn't, it was like, we didn't talk a long time about it. I'm sure we will. Cause it's like, you got to get into like the Latin, you, got, the, you, you know, you got to like, get into it. Yeah. So, um, I figure like we're already educating our church at a pretty high level right now. We won't get into like why Latin was the predominant language of, <laughs> of, the, of the church at the time. Like, uh, uh, we'll skip out on that part of the history lesson. So no, uh, it's a good yeah. series though. I mean, we missed last week, so we didn't get to talk about week one. Um, talked about grace alone, grace alone. Um, yep. and then, and then this past Sunday we talked about faith alone. Yeah. We've had some stuff up, uh, had some stuff on stage lately. Some, uh, Analogies, not analogies. Uh, illustrated illustrations. That was the word I was looking for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some illustrations and, um, yeah, yeah. So, um, you about got yourself out of breath on that, uh, on that treadmill. Treadmill. Yeah, that was kind of. I would have. I'd have been like, <laughs> yeah, just like, let's hold off. Let's take a yeah, break yeah, for yeah. five minutes. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, no, it was it was uh good first first week we talked about Grace Alone and uh, kind of give like a overview of Grace Alone. We're kind of just giving you overviews because I really encourage you to just go watch the sermons for this. Like, I don't, I don't even know if going point by point is really going to be super helpful um, as well, much as trying to. Yeah, we'll talk about the gist of it. And then, yeah. I mean, obviously, we encourage you to go and watch the, the message or listen to it on the pod, you know, yeah. uh, the podcast, wherever Scroll you want to do it. Um, but the, the five messages. I mean, this is some, this is really teaching, you know, I mean, it is. I know you're trying, you're preaching in the teaching, but it's like a. It's a lot call, of, PD calls it treaching. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of teaching, which is very good. I mean, I heard, I was talking to a couple that's fairly new with us this past Sunday after church and in, in the lobby. And, uh, they both have a lot of church experience. Like they're not new, they're not new Christians or anything, right? but they've really just, I think they've been here two or three weeks, um, two or three weeks in a row. And they're just really like, so they've only been here with the alone series. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, maybe the last week, uh, uh, maybe Mother's Day. Wasn't that the last? Uh, they might have been here. This might have been their, I don't know. I think their it was their second. That, yeah, I mean, if this past week was their third week, that Mother's Day, Grace, Faith. Right, right. Yeah. So they, um, but they really just really, really liking the, the, the stuff, you know. And it's like you would think on the surface <laughs> this is stuff for people that maybe don't know much newer Christians, but it's not. I mean, it's, it's some of it's, man, I almost hesitate to use the word. I was going to say deconstruct. Some of it's deconstructing, but I know that's yeah. kind of a buzzword right now that some people don't like uh, yeah, for true. obvious, for some obvious reasons, but, but it is kind of, it, it is a little of that. Yeah. I mean, I think it is, uh, I think it, it, it kind of dismantles uh, some foundational understandings of a few things. And then, and then furthermore, I think it uh, brings, clarity i mean we we you know we we talk about in a few different spaces uh some of us were talking about yesterday is it it brings clarity to terms that we've used in church world for a long time and really didn't know what it means like if we were to go to somebody and say like you know they'd be like yeah we're saved by grace through faith by grace through faith like they know that term but it's like okay but how does that work and they have a hard time putting legs under it. Like they have a hard time. Yeah, but it's like, well, just, you know, like God's grace. It's like, yeah, but how, how is that, how is that received? And it's like, uh, not only uh, that, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. You've heard you, you know, we've all, I say we all, we, we've talked to people before. I've heard people say that we're saved by faith. Right. Like, yeah. And they just end there. 
right, right. I think that's very incomplete. We're saved by grace through faith. Through faith, yeah. You know, but we're not saved by just just faith. That's kind of a that gets yeah. into works and a little bit. Yeah. Um, so maybe we should just at least you know because we do it in the bumper. But yep. for those who maybe not, let's talk about the fi- you know, go through the five alone, the five solos, sure. and then we'll we'll talk about how we just did in the first two. So far. I have this handy dandy cheat sheet right here <laughs> on my arm. So uh, which, which is also which is also the, the artwork cup. on the mugs, yeah, uh, and the shirts and the journals. Um, so uh, we are saved by grace alone, through faith alone in Christ alone, according to the scriptures alone, to the glory of God alone. So quick history lesson yeah. to maybe it'll be helpful because we can't do it on Sundays. Quick history lesson. Um, in uh, the uh, shortly after the fourth century ish, um, the Roman Catholic church, uh, took control over all of the Bible distribution. Um, and later on, the Bibles were moved to, uh, or the Bibles were in, um, uh, you know, original Bible, Greek, Hebrew, a little bit of Aramaic. Um, uh, then it goes all, all Greek at one point. Someone translates it to all Greek, and then it gets to Latin. Latin is where it's held for quite a long time. It's a predominant language uh, for Rome, so on and so forth. There. Uh, after that, um, the Roman Catholic church realized that if they keep control over what the people know about the Bible, they can in turn convince them to, um, do a number of things. They can distort the gospel. Uh, they can, uh, have conversations about penance and purgatory and all these other things. Uh, and so people on their own just couldn't read the scripture. They couldn't read the scripture. Yeah. You think about this, this, you know, early on, um, a lot of this is pre printing press. So the printing press doesn't exist. So if there's a Bible, it means it was a hand to hand copy of the Bible and maybe a whole community has one, maybe. But even, and on top of that, I mean, there was a period, I don't know if the whole time that it was in Latin, but there was a, a long period of it that that's not what they were speaking though. Correct. So the, most of the people. Right. You know, yeah. so, yeah. so the, you had to be able to read and understand Latin to be able to even read the scriptures, which is why right. you had the priest. And a lot of people did not. Yeah. So you, you had to rely on the priest or the, you know, the priest or the Roman Catholic church, you know, yeah, to, to give you information, to tell you what the scripture even said. Correct. And so which then leads to, could be distorted. Yeah. So then, you know, then they realize, well, if they need us to tell them, what if, you know, surely, I don't know if they all gathered in a room was like, let's do this, but shows literally, but surely, uh, when you put man into a position of too much power, sin gets involved. And so they started realizing they could get rich, put money in the church, do all these things. If they introduced different concepts, they started distorting the gospel, long story short. Um, and it was in 1517. Uh, Martin Luther certainly was not the first and he was not the last. Uh, he just happened to be the spark that God used to light the flame of reformation. Yeah. Um, and he, as a monk, uh, decided, uh, as he was reading the scriptures, God is revealing to him the truths of the scripture that he's studying and realizing what we're preaching in our churches, the Roman Catholic church and what the Bible actually says is not the same. Uh, the church is distorting the true gospel of Jesus Christ. Uh, and so he nailed, he creates uh, 95 statements uh, or talking points 
known as the 95 Theses. He nails them to the front door of the church in Wittenberg, Germany. Um, and the community sees the 95 Theses. It, like, then it becomes a conversation, and then they get a hold of them. They make copies of them, and then it spreads all over. And, and long story short is it started a, a reformation. So there's a, it started the Protestant Reformation. So um, to help... Uh, Protestantism is a, uh, is Christianity. Essentially it's an umbrella, uh, of which Christianity belongs under it. So, uh, so, well, I guess it belongs under Christianity, but so. And Protestant is, is any denomination or, or I, I don't want to use the word sect, any version of Christianity that's not Catholicism. Correct. So there's Catholicism, Protestantism, um, and we could have conversations about whether or not Catholicism falls under Christianity. We'll save that for a different time. Um, <laughs> and so there's Protestantism, which is sits under, uh, Christianity. Uh, and so, uh, and then under the umbrella of Protestantism is where you see a number now fast forward 600 years, denominations, Baptist, Lutheran, uh, Pentecostal, so on and so forth. So, um, but at the time, Martin Luther's goal um, was not to create a new form of Christianity. Martin Luther's goal was to have conversations about restoring the true gospel of Jesus yeah. Christ back to the people and to the church. Um, he was excommunicated. He was excommunicated by the, the Roman Catholic <laughs> Church. And um, But the, the spark that lit the flame did not stop even after that. And so um, now yeah. we are, we would all be considered Protestants. Uh, if you're Christian, you're a Protestant. Um, they may have different denominations or whatever, but, um, and so, uh, in the midst of that reformation, um, they came up with five defining statements of how salvation works. Uh, we use the term soteriology. And, uh, and maybe before you hit that, it may be important to say, because we've mentioned the Catholic church, this is not a bash on Catholicism, right? The, however, is the reason these five statements like you're saved by, you know, grace, grace alone, alone through faith alone mm -hmm. is the Catholic church as a whole. And I've met individual Catholics that may, that almost agree with what we're saying, but yet the church as a whole teaches something different. Yeah. That you're yep. saved not only by grace and by Jesus's atoning work on the cross, but the, part of the requirements of salvation is baptism is catechism is confession is communion you know it's according it's, to the roman catholic according church according to the roman catholic church yeah. so it's not just faith in jesus is what saves you it's also works it's also you you need to be doing these other things works, it's all it's merit. all part of it yeah. which is why this is important because we're not you know whether you take communion is a, is it important 100% you know is baptism important 100% is confession to to a brother important 100 percent um are any of them necessary to be saved not no not necessarily no. Uh, well, I, I almost say not necessarily I, I think the answer is no, no but they are important and the things that when you're saved you should be doing those yeah. things yeah which is what you get, get into yeah. but salvation salvation drives us to works but works does not create salvation that's and right that's part of what martin luther's issue is was. why it's grace alone do faith alone that's why the alones are important Correct. The alone's yeah. are it's not important. it's not a bash on Catholicism. I grew up Catholic. We have a number of people in our church that come um, either grew up Catholic or come out of the the, the Catholic Church. So this totally. is not a this is not a bash on that or anyone that may happen to be Catholic that hears this or right. thinks that we're trying to bash because that's not the, the yeah. goal. But no, we are no. we do have to present what 
the scriptures actually teach and say. Yeah. Well, and here's the problem, right? So, and this is what I was talking to someone when we were getting ready to kick off the series, they're like, this is an interest. This is interesting for us because it, it really is 30,000 foot theological conversations, uh, kind of, um, that we're putting on ground level. You know, one of the things that I was pointing out is that it's important that we understand why the Catholic church is getting it wrong and has gotten it wrong because Christianity in America looks way too much like Catholicism. Like Western Christianity looks like Catholicism. And, and here's the way I, I kind of illustrate it. It's like in Catholicism, you go to mass, you go to confessional, they give you instructions on what, on what to do, right? Like according to your confession, right? Um, some works you need to take care of, right? To get back in right standing. Um, and then you go out and you live your life and you come back for mass again and you, and you just kind of start it all over again. Right. And, and it's this constant, like kind of striving to be good enough thing in the Western Christian church. We show up on Sundays. We apologize for our sins. We don't, we don't repent of them. Like I say, we like a, a lot of people in America, they don't repent of their sins and it's change their direction, give a new life. Like that, you know, they don't, they don't pursue because they're saved to start pursuing a different life. It's like, they just kind of apologize for it, but knowing, and then Monday they wake up and they go right back out and do it all over again. It, they're, we're looking for a formula. Right. And I think that's what the Catholic church kind of does. It does. Yeah. Know. It has a formula. I've sinned. I go to confession. Even if you're truly sorry for the sin. Sure. But apologizing for it and repenting of it is not necessarily not the, the same, same thing. thing. So, but go, go to confession. You tell the priest, you know, your, your sins, you confess yep. and he tells you what to do Correct. to absolve them. Correct. Um, and that's what people are kind of looking for in the West. Right. Church. And it's like, that's just not, but it's then they, then you get up off your knees in the confessional and then sometimes we go right back to, and it's just, man, that's just so missing the boat. Um, and you, we could talk a long time about this. You know, yeah. I have serious, as someone who kind of grew up Catholic and then I, I just enjoy debating, but like me and my dad get into conversations and stuff, yeah. but there's like, there's, there's some serious doctrine in the Catholic church that there's just no evidence in scripture for correct at, at all. And yeah. it's like, I just well, don't the understand thing is, it. The thing is they don't need it. I mean, if the Pope says it, it's just as much law as scripture True. and that's a broken papal authority. Yeah. Which goes down to, according to the scripture alone, not the word of the Pope or not the hierarchy right. or not the, you know, like, that's it, right. So, um, and we'll be getting into that in, you know, in the weeks to come. So, yeah. So, so it's, it's breaking down, uh, the difference between Protestantism and Catholicism to understand what the true genuine faith and Jesus Christ looks like um, it's understanding how we got here. So it's a little bit of a history lesson, but then it's also a clarification. And and this is why I think it's important, right? Because Paul in the Bible uh, constantly preached the gospel of being saved by grace through faith in Christ. He constantly preached those. So you think even if he was going to 
you know, the church of Ephesus. So if he was going to a city where he was going to be surrounded by believers, he kept preaching the gospel because the gospel constantly needs clarifying because in our sinful nature, we distort what is actually very simple. Right. Right. And it's like, so like, you know, Paul would go away, he would come back and be like, you guys, dear God, like you got it wrong again. Like, and then he would re-clarify like, no, 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 stop doing that. Come do this. Uh, and so he would constantly have to do that even for churches. And so it's like, why are we doing this? Like, we know we're like, we're safe through Jesus. And it's like, right. But do you know that? Like, and do you know it well enough to allow it to change you? Do you know it well enough to not get it distorted and start trying to turn Western Christianity into Catholicism? Uh, and do you well, know it well enough to make disciples of other people? So do you have brothers and sisters in Christ that are kind of looking to you to be the lead and you're, you're actually introducing them to a works-based faith instead of a, you know, a faith-based grace that comes from Christ. So, so like all those things being kind of necessary for the clarification of a, why we're doing this and B that how important it is. Um, so Mm -hmm. yeah, um, you definitely don't see this a lot in too many non-denom churches. <laughs> uh, so we're kind of a unique breed in that, but, um, yeah. And so we talked about grace, uh, the first week that we say by grace alone and, and grace is unmerited favor from God. That's what it is. It's a, it is a free gift. Uh, the Bible says, and so, uh, we're saved by grace alone, not your works, uh, God didn't find you working hard enough and go, you know what? You're doing pretty good. Like, come on over here and let me make you a little bit better so you can get into heaven. Like when he extended grace to us and that's what we talked about in the first week, go listen to it or watch it if you want to. But, um, you know, but that, that when he offered grace to us, um, we weren't doing the work just like in the, in the notes, right? It's like when it comes to being saved, you're not doing the work you're being worked on. Right. Like, uh, and so again, you're not over here like striving and working and trying to be great. And God comes along, he sees how hard you're working and goes, you know what? And you're just doing such a good job. Uh, let me just make up the difference for you and get you into heaven. That is not how grace works. As a matter of fact, uh, we, as we know, and we see, um, the Bible actually says we were dead in our trespasses. So when God extended grace to us, he didn't make and take us from good to great. He took us from dead to alive. Mm-hmm. Um, and so whenever he extended grace to us, he found us dead in our sins. Like we couldn't even choose God if we wanted to, like he right. just went after us, rescued us, brought us to himself, um, and gave us grace. Um, and so that's kind of like the first week. And then the second week is then talking about how do we received it? So like, so now grace is here. Like Jesus saw us, rescued us, is giving us the free gift of grace, but then it has to be received, right? Like it has to, it does still have to become ours. Um, and I think this is another part where people miss it, where it's like, man, God's, God's grace is, is, you know, like I have God's grace and it's like, I mean, I don't really believe the Bible and I don't really believe in Jesus, but I have God's grace. And it's like, pause, <laughs> like what? <laughs> Like you're just talking now. Like, yeah, you're, you're just, just saying yeah, words. You're, <laughs> <laughs> just saying words. You're just saying words. But for real though, I mean, like that's, I mean, you know, and I think that boy, listen, we could talk about Christians in church circles, just saying words. They don't know what they mean, but <laughs> that's a whole different thing. So I can point you to a Facebook page of somebody. <laughs> I can't get enough of it. That's a uh, Vody Bakum says 
in the uh, faith alone message, the modern church is producing passionate people with empty heads who love the Jesus they don't know very well. <sighs> love Odie. Such yeah, a gangster. He'll, so, he'll get you thinking. Yeah. No, he's on that. He's, he's, yeah, he knows what he's doing. He's good. Um, and so the realities of, uh, of faith alone, you know, um, is that, uh, you know, it's not the strength of your faith. It's the object of your faith that saves you. Yeah. So it's not that you have enough faith to be saved. It's that you put your faith in the one who is strong enough to, to save, save you. And that is Jesus Christ. Right. And yeah. so, uh, we talked about how true faith leads to resting, not wrestling, um, and that grace was God's gift to provide. Um, it was God's gift to provide, and faith is our response to it. Right. To be justified. So now we're justified, right, which, it, which, it, which means to have our debt eliminated and be brought into God's kingdom. We're justified by faith alone, not by our works. So it's not like we're working hard. And like, because we're working hard, we can receive God's grace. We receive God's grace by faith alone. And that is our response to that free gift that he gives us. No doubt. So, um, and we talked about it a little bit on Sunday. We talked about being on a treadmill with donuts. So go check that out. Go check it out. Yeah. So we have, do we have more toys this week? Uh, is it a surprise? Uh, it's yeah, it's a surprise. I mean, it is kind of a surprise. We do have some props this week. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. So, um, what it is will be a surprise. What it is will be a surprise. I like that. Yeah. So, um, but we do have some. Th- I wasn't going to. Then it hit me, uh, and I was like, ah, oh, yes, we'll totally do this thing. Yeah, so. th- this Sunday is Christ alone. Christ alone. Come in Christ alone. You're in Pensacola, and you don't have a church home. <laughs> Come hang out with us. Yeah. And if you're uh, wherever else you are, watch us online. Check it out. It's going to be a good time. Yeah. So, uh, John, you liking it? The service, the the series? Oh yeah. I I actually love the series. I love the concept of the series. I also created or helped create the, the artwork and the merch for the series. So, I mean, well, so you only like it if you have a creative hand in it. No. (laughs) Is that what I heard? (laughs) Just kidding. Oh, John created the five solos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It didn't come from Martin yeah, Luther. No, it it was not from their reforming fathers. No, whatsoever. not at all. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, Love it. So, anyways, uh, shorter podcast today, uh, mainly just because. Because uh, why got, not? Because why not? We got a, a number of things we're having to run through. So, history lesson. Hopefully, that helped uh, clarify some of why we're doing what we're doing uh, in the series and uh, maybe taught you something you didn't know. So. Uh, but check out the sermons and uh, yeah, be a good time. So awesome, Justin. Where can they get more info on the church? Yeah, you can find us online transformationchurch.com or Instagram and Facebook at Transformation Pensacola. There you go, guys. Well, uh, we appreciate y'all tuning in. Uh, thank you. I know it's brief today, but next week we'll have a good one for you. Full length. We'll joke a little. We'll laugh a little, and maybe John will bring us those chicken sandwiches he's been promising for so long. So uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. So we love you guys. We'll catch y'all next week for another week, another sermon, another follow up. See you guys. Thanks for tuning in to the Transformation Church weekly follow-up podcast. It would mean so much to us if you would subscribe, like, and review us on iTunes. You get double points if you show love by sharing it with your friends. Don't forget, you can follow Pastor Brad and Pastor Justin on Instagram and Twitter at at Brad Livingston underscore and at Justin Oswald underscore. Tweet them your questions and comments or email them to us at followup at transformationchurch.com. And for more information on Transformation Church, visit us online at mytc.life and on Instagram and Facebook at Transformation Pensacola.